Hi, my name is Jessica Bahena. I am 31 years old. I'm currently a student at Cuemaca College. I'll be graduating next year. I have lived in San Diego all my life. I'm also a single mother to two humans and four animals. That's my family right there. They are the reason why I do everything that I do. I have been with Freedom of Voices since the beginning. I am grateful for them for giving a space to not only myself, but other people in the community to allow us to share our stories. I hope you enjoy the next uh, poems you'll be hearing. Thank you. This uh, first poem is my response to how I feel about living in California. It covers the past, the present, the future. It's called State of Doom. They say live in the present, but I cannot. When the past is always calling me, like where are you at? Living in this modern day city, hear the wind roar. That's the ancestors leaving a message. I am alone in my beliefs. They say they found spirituality, but who are they really speaking with? I will never let you take me, never let you break my spirit. This isn't a genocide, but you're slowly killing us, profiting from the people. You're trapping us, social disorder. Media has control over our lives. I hate that shit too. I can't stand this new age. I want the old ways. I want to go back. I'm using my words to tell the truth. Yeah, I'll keep running my mouth. Drug free so nothing clouds my mind. I don't worship a god. I worship the elements. I listen to the animals using the past tense as guidance. Ancestors come and find me. Technology has made us weak. We were once great achievers without it. Like the Miss America engineers, no one talks about him. They are misrepresented in shows and movies, that they were just cannibals and savages. Our culture only referenced to human sacrifice. We were astronomers, no fucking recognition for creating the calendar. Where's the apology and reparations from the U.S. government? We need that shit now. California, you play your part in the problem. The wealthy just keep on getting richer. Celebrities buying houses cash only 200 million. It's ridiculous. Doing nothing about the homeless situation. It's getting bigger. How sad to see what you're doing to your own people. Laid back, this is a place of shits and giggles. California, I know your past and I'ma spill it. Merciless killings of Native Americans forced their children to boarding school, traumatized them so badly the spirits couldn't help them because they didn't speak English. Mass relocation after location to reservations, then get mad at them for making their own money off your gambling losses to take care of their people because they are communal culture. Discrimination, medical excessive evaluations of the Mexican people, blame them for the Great Depression, send them back to Mexico, Segregation from the Anglo people, you try to say we were Native Americans just so it was legal. Forces to speak English, don't speak Mexican around here. Take our wages as taxes and get mad when we throw a party and don't invite you. I use my words to fight. I will never let them forget. The job of an historian and a teacher, I work for my people. I will still lead with my heart like a compass, pull them in the only direction that's natural and real. I don't let anyone influence me in the era of social media. Keep your opinions to yourself.
I wrote this next poem on my nightly night walk. I was feeling a particular way on the inside and it just um, seemed more chaotic outside where I was walking or it just bothered me more. And I was walking and I saw the darkness and it just seemed to be calling to me. And as I became closer to it, it became more apparent that there is no comfort for a single mother. The darkness calls me, the inviting echo. It knows I'm not afraid. It wants me to stay, but I cannot. I could only walk by and make an appearance because I'm a mother now. I have too much responsibility. I meant it when I said the darkness was my first friend. It was quiet and covered me like a blanket. My imagination created figures that dance in the shadows. The dark kept me company while everyone was sleeping and when insomnia took to me at a young age. How much I want to walk in the shadows and remain there and never fucking leave, but I can't. I'll miss my kids too much. Even when I'm around them and I feel like I can't breathe, but I just need a breather. I had asthma when I was a kid, but I outgrew it. I couldn't afford an inhaler, just like I can't afford all the things my kids need. As a single mother and a survivor of domestic violence, I have to constantly push myself. Even though I was already on the edge, I was put there by the person who cares more about hurting me than being a dad. He broke me before I had the chance to fully stand. I had to relearn to walk again. I stand alone now in my 30s, just hitting the peak of my recovery. I still have to fight him in court. They granted me protection, but still grant him visitation. It's an insult to my native beliefs. A man should take care of his family or die trying. Then I would become a widow and continue the legacy of our DNA lineage. But I made children with a weak man, a man weakened by more social injustice. But I have no sympathy for him. No, I will not put myself in his shoes. That's what the family mediator asked me to do. I feel so much disrespect having to fight for my children, to strangers in power, in front of a man who wastes his fucking life. They're mine because I take care of them. I sacrifice every fucking day and I still have to deal with them. And the city and the way society works to make single mothers a statistic. I married a fucking statistic, but I will not become one. My children will know life outside these walls. Fuck money. I'm going to show them how to build, how to grow and to live life as natural as their roots. I'm working hard for them, getting my education, saving up money to buy properties. We will have our own home and they will have income. In case something happens to me, they will be taken care of. I swear, a single mother cries more than she's allowed to breathe because we're working double time against all odds and evens. I cannot be defeated. I can break, but I wipe the tears away. I don't let them stain anymore. It's okay. My people are just a phone call away. I can choose to not fight all these battles on my own. As far as having someone next to me is almost impossible. A mother's guilt is a soul killer. Sometimes I hold my tears in because I don't deserve to cry. As if I don't do enough for my children. I have no choice. The person who was supposed to be there is MIA. I try my best to comfort my children. Sometimes it's hard because I didn't get the same when I was a kid. Not even close. Now I'm here thinking about my son. Did I do enough? My daughter, did her sad pout go? I still have to go to work. I hate this world that keeps me from my children, but hate cannot live in my heart. 
I'll pay the price if I let it dwell too long. No, I just hope when I pick them up later, they'll be happier. And if not, I know an ice cream cone can bring a smile to their faces. It's okay. I'll be okay. I don't need a hug anymore. And I know it's a trauma response not having anyone to depend on. I don't blame anyone. It's just how life goes. I have no choice but to keep moving on, on the inside and out. I bring myself comfort in knowing I'm not stuck in the dark anymore. I can choose to visit or not. This poem I wrote really early in the morning when I was trying to get some extra work done and that was not happening. It's called Back to Rest. 4 a.m. I am patting my daughter back to bed while waiting for my double Beyond Burger to cool down. My cat jumps on my back and lays like a loaf of bread. I'm leaning on my son's feet, trying to minimize the weight but he doesn't notice he's still asleep. Then try not to disturb my senior dog who dislikes being interrupted in her sleep. She will choose to fight over flight any day. Moments like these put a smile to my face. I am reminded that love exists, even if it's not said out loud. But I try to remember to make it known one way or another to those I truly love, I get up. Sneak quietly into the kitchen, take a bite and a drink. I give my cat snackies to reward them for putting up with me. Then a sound breaks the 4 a.m. silence and I see movement. Next, the sound of stomping feet walking towards me. My daughter being a creep in the dark. She laughs a victorious laugh. I say, nah, back to bed. Back to the bed where I will not lay. Just visiting for tonight, this morning. It will hit six o'clock here soon, in about an hour. I'll change my attitude and change the altitude of my energy to be able to accomplish more than what awaits for me this week. The weeks are chaotic, but there's more peace now when I work hard and find what works for me. 4 a.m. is almost over. It's about to be five now. I am simultaneously patting my cat and daughter. I look over and her eyes are wide open. Oh my God. Looks like that hour of extra work might not happen, which means extra work turns to more extra, to extreme efforts and measures, to try to fit it in today or the next. I'm grateful to be able to work, even if it means I hardly get to rest.
I wrote this next poem one day when I was thinking about, as a single mother and a woman, how I'm not taking care of myself as I should be because I am taking care of everyone else. As it was more extreme in the past and especially when I was in an abusive relationship. I am finally at a point in my life where I am taking care of myself consistently and I see such a huge difference and I realize now it is important that I take care of myself because I have to take care of my family. This poem is called, I didn't start the fire, but I'll put it out. A single mother must take care of herself. For years, I put myself on the back burner to literally burn. My way to make it okay was to say, I'm used to getting burned. I'm the ultimate mother, but I'm not the best. I wasn't raised in the way that was calming. I had to be prepared for everything. Bag on my back, keys on my pants. All I've known is survival mode. When I have my own home and I don't have to look behind me, I would put my keys and bag up. Until then, survivor mentality is a part of my life. I'm not a fucking victim, even though I was victimized. I wasn't an easy target, but I made it look easy, didn't I? I've entangled with guys who think they were men. It became quite apparent they weren't raised by a mother like me. Their hearts so cold, but begged me to love them, to touch them, to treat them like a king in this mediocre kingdom. It's all ruins, and love is ruined now. Between fuck and lust, where's the love? Social media controls the world. If I want to connect with someone, I have to do it through the phone, fingering my words on plastic and glass when I'd rather write them on their skin. Touches the language I know. I was a healer in the past life. I still feel it. I get the urge to touch someone and heal them, but they back away, wince, or think something else. I want someone to touch me without penetration, heal my body from the pains and aches of holding it all together. As a single mother, it's all I know. It's all we know. The burn of pain and glory, the sensation of fire on our skin, burning from the stress or running on fumes from no food in our stomachs. We give to our children before we give to ourselves, everything for them. So we must take care of ourselves because no one is taking care of us. Don't let them fool you. Don't let them keep you down. Your babies are your salvation. Even in those times when it's especially hard, your children ground you. They give your life meaning. Raise those babies as you raise yourself. Take care, single mamas. Take care of yourselves. I wrote this next poem on my night walk. I listen to love songs when I walk because I love love. I don't care how the society is now where a lot of people are not interested in that or interested in having a relationship. I'm single by choice and I'm gonna be single probably for a long time until I really find that one person who is worthy of being in a relationship with. 
who I can love and who will love me. Until then, I will listen to these love songs to remind myself to love myself. This next poem is called A Love Letter to Myself. I'm more brown than I used to be. I got scars I have no idea where from. My body has changed over time. Having children are the reason I got an ass now. Having children keeps my heart warm. For if not for them, I would have unleashed the fury of a cold heart onto every man or woman. Be my victims or be the next one. But that's not how it ended up. My love? My love is powerful. But you wouldn't know what to do with it. See, because you're so unnatural. You let the city swallow you. Who are you without it? Your skin is as brown as the mud, almost red. Where's your hunger for land? You choose to stay in the gray. I want to give you my love, but I can't. You won't appreciate it. I knew since I was young, no one can reciprocate. So I accepted my alone state. I expected the loneliness. No, don't tell me you love me. I told you what this was. You got what you wanted, and I got some company. Now get the fuck out, because you're not worthy. I'm hybrid, mostly warm, but sometimes cold. You don't know what you're going to get. I have to be both. Now that I have my mind back, I'm in sync with my conscience, renewed ability to stop my emotions. You have no idea who you're getting in bed with. Just as quick as I can get in, you can get out. Out of line, out of my sight, out of my life. You think I can give one fuck? Just like you, I'll be moving on. Except I know you'll think of me still. Send me text messages saying I miss you. The cold side of me will smile, my twisted smile. But the warm side has no sympathy for you, only sympathy for me, because we know I have to be half cold. My heart has to protect all of us. My mind is the leader of the group. In these times, I sing love songs to myself in a way to remember how powerful my love is and to not lose it. Just because someone tried to fool you with their own confused mentality, no emotional ties here, but I can still have hurt feelings. And no, I'm not fucking sensitive. This is just a natural response my body has when something is wrong. These tears emerging in my eyes caused by the twist in my stomach is not from sentiment, but from disrespect. You have no idea how to treat a woman or how to even treat a good friend. Maybe our traumas are mixing in like cocktails, but I know, I fucking know, I wouldn't treat you like that. I know how to act like a friend and a lover. I have yet to find someone as balanced. So until then, I have to tell myself to remember, you are strong, you are beautiful, you are your best lover, no matter what they do to you. I love you for you, Jess, and I will forever sing these love songs and remember who I am. That is all the poems I have for you. And if you want to see any further work of mine, you can follow me on Instagram at jesswhat1234. Again, I have to say thank you for feeding my voices, for giving me the space to share my poetry and to share my story. Thank you.